I, I figured at this point I might as well just switch off the season and then just like listen the whole season through. Honestly, I just binge it. When I when I'm sad, I don't get to record with you twice a week in the off season. That's I can true. still hear your voice. Oh, Not that we don't talk, but you know. Yeah, we've already established this. We definitely don't talk. Uh, yeah, right. Obviously, we are definitely not friends beyond this podcast. Why would you? You're a fucking piece of shit, fucking Giants fan. No one fucking gives a shit about you. Yeah, an American of that. So, the worst kind of people, uh, nationality wise, of course. I mean, some Americans are okay. Why are you looking at me so fucking confused? Why are you going to put it in for music? Can we just, like, do this episode? Jesus. Why are you being so offensive to Sai? Jesus. Oh, that's true. Sai is a good guy. Yeah. Him and his wife, Americans. Good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with that, can we start? I, I just want to start the episode. I'm, I'm getting a little tired here. No offense. You're a fucking complaining little bitch. I am. Oh, what's your beer? It's, do, do the beers. Go, come on. Let's get it going. Do you not have beer with you? Do you not have beer? Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. A bottle. I'm a can this time. You got the can over there and everything. Cheers, Dave. I was not expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. That was funny. I was wondering, I was like, how's I actually going to tap on this? And I was like, okay, I got this. I got this. Yeah. Nice. Good job. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you something that I haven't told anybody else yet. Okay. What are you tell me? You are looking at the newly minted champion of the Armchair Fanatics Football League. Mm-hmm. You're calling it. I'm calling it. I'm done. I, uh... We'll talk about this fucking game soon. Don't worry about it. But I just feel from the fantasy perspective that even if they do play this game, which I don't think they're going to, I think if it... No way. They're going to let them play it out this weekend, see the playoffs, like, go through, and then settle it from there. But, I mean, they're not playing this game. And I'm I'm up by, like, 34 points. So... You know, it's not like yours is close. Yeah. Um, our third place matchup, though, Tyler Bass kicking that field goal gives a win of point one seven. Yeah. Congratulations, Joe. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going down. Congratulations, old coot. Geo, you son of a bitch. It, uh, you are this close. And that's the fucking way it goes. But back-to-back championship appearances, I mean, the old coup, that's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's big shoes to fill for sure. Now, uh, myself, I need to make it into the uh, finals again next year just to live up to it. High standards, high standards. Double double applause for Gio. Congratulations, Gio, on a wonderful fantasy football season. Now, I'm sure if there's people who decided to listen to us for the first time at this point in time, might have gone through this first two and a half, three minutes or so, and probably going, why are these guys so jovial given the current situation that happened yesterday in Cincinnati between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills? Well, kids, 
We're going to tell you why. David Silverberg, what is your uh, take on what has happened on this obviously uh, pretty fucking weird uh, occasion in the National Football League? Not going to lie. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, what's, what you got for us, David? Well, uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, of the Buffalo Bills, you know, collapses with a cardiac arrest. They literally had to do CPR on the field. Like they couldn't take him off at first and put him in the ambulance because like he didn't have a pulse at a certain point, apparently. So, you know, uh, that's all, that's the thing that genuinely happened on TV. I will say, First of all, obviously, this whole situation has to start and end with, you know, hopefully he turns out to be okay. Um, and I know at this point, I believe he's still in the hospital. Um, you know, hopefully recovery at this point, and, you know, hopefully his uh, health will be fine going forward. Uh, so that's obviously the most important thing before any of the football stuff, right? Obviously, this is a human being's life that was, you know, threatened in the middle of a game. With that being said... We aren't really here to be medical professionals, so we're not going to diagnose what might have happened in terms of, you know, if it was just a really poorly placed hit in terms of just bad luck, if there may be some sort of underlying condition, who knows, right? That will come out for the doctors as time goes on. But we're here to talk about football and really more so the fantasy football implications of this. I think you're right, Quinn. There's no way they can really play this game. They've already committed NFL to not playing it. I mean, they obviously didn't play it tonight. Uh, it's already like when they would have had to start it. Uh, they've already finished not playing it this week. So, so we'll get to that. Play with your team. Yeah. Let me they're play with your team. That what are they going to do? Play the following weekend, push the entire playoffs, including the Super Bowl back a week. No, they're not going to do that. So they're just going to, I think the only reasonable result is just going to close to no contest. I'm just going to give each team a tie. Cause like, Hey, we didn't complete the game. Like who knows what would have happened. I'm sure if the NFL offers that, both teams will agree to that. No problem. Like, there's no one who's going to object to that in the NFL. If the NFL is like, hey, we want to give you both a tie for this. Like, just we're not doing this game. Just let's move on. Whatever. Um, like, at, at this point, they'll agree to that. Uh, it, and then in terms of fantasy, it's just obviously it's shitty for the, you know, the human being, DeMar uh, Hamlin, his family, his friends, his teammates, right, the league. But it's also shitty for uh, – anyone who was playing a meaningful game this week because, like, it was championship uh, round for most fantasy football leagues. And <clears throat> how many championship games depended on either a Bengals, a Bills, or a, some combination thereof, you know, players other than those two teams? Probably more than half. Probably the vast majority of them, I would imagine. So for this team to just sort of – for this game to just sort of end, end abruptly – as a Monday night football game to sort of conclude championship round is just fucked from a fantasy perspective. So I think we're handling it from two different perspectives as league uh, commissioners. Corey, you're just calling it now with the current score. I actually thought about doing that. For me, even though I can't imagine anything else besides what it says is going to happen, there's no way it's going to play this game some more uh, at this point. But I'm just going to let it ride out and wait for ESPN and NFL to figure out their shit and just, like, call it themselves. I'm not going to make the executive decision at this point over them to call it. Like, whatever. Like, I'm sure within the next, like, 24, 48 hours, they'll figure out that they can't reasonably do this game and they'll call it. And at that point, like, I actually – this will that this actually will cost me uh, the $50 third prize in my, in my league when this gets called uh, the way I expect it to be because – I was down 
uh, by a little bit. Uh, double digits, but still, you know, a reasonable amount, like with like 20 points or something like that, 20 plus points. And I had Joe Burrow, who alone could have made up that difference, plus Aaron McPherson. And uh, Burrow had already gotten, you know, some yards and a touchdown at that point in the game. I mean, easily, like, I was like, like I was predicted to actually win that. I was like, there's 76% chance I was going to win that. I'm not going to lose if this game does not continue to get played, which it almost definitely won't again. Like, it just, there's just no reason. It just, he, he can't justify it at this point. If they had, you know, re- returned to it last night, if they had rescheduled it for tonight, you could have justified it, but. Yeah, yammering on over here. Yeah, so fucking 100%, like, this is this is what I was going to say. That's what I was trying to cut you off earlier, you jackass. What I was trying to say is that they should have played this fucking game tonight. There's absolutely no reason, like, I can understand why they should have, like, postponed it yesterday, but they still should have played it. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, but they should have played it. If they did that in soccer match, they can do it here. If they did that in a hockey match, they can do it here. They've done it both times in, in both, folks. So it's not like I'm making this up and pulling shit out of my ass. They actually did this. This has happened. Cardiac arrest has happened in fucking hockey and soccer. So just like, if you didn't think that this game was had some danger to it, I mean, what fucking planet are you living on, folks? You got people who are running at pretty much 20 to 22 miles an hour. Like Kenneth Walker, they put a chip in his fucking shoulder pads and he's clocked at, like, one of the fastest in the league, 22 miles an hour. How do you think that feels when yes, you're yes, running yes. towards that or basically standing still or, like, you're moving? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is a violent yeah, yeah, fucking one collision. one guy running, like, 18 miles per hour and another guy running 22 miles per hour and they're running yeah. in the opposite directions towards each other. Yeah. What the fuck like, do you think's happening? It's a car accident every single time, kids. Right. So, like, use your brain in that sort of way. I don't think any of this yeah, reaction so- would happen if this was in, like, early – I mean – this is the only part where I'm going to sound old and the white hair in my beard is going to be, but in my day, like, come on, man, shut up, people. Get with it. You have to get with it. Like, it's just, yes, it fucking blows, man. Like, the under, the, and the, why it's also, like, frustrating not only to play football. I watched this game with somebody who I grew up playing football with, too. Like, so it was really weird because we were like, oh, yeah, we'd love to get in there and play another, you know, blah, blah. <laughs> like, whoa. Uh, so that was you know, kind of weird. But at the same point in time, I mean, like, <sighs> fucking chill, guys and girls. Just, like, chill a little bit. Like, they're, it's a violent game. There are collisions that are happening. And you just got to build the bridge and get over it. That's, like, what's going to happen. And so, for me, the, again, the other aspect is me being a CPR instructor in California for several years is that, what happened is that they said that his heart stopped, so they did CPR, truth. But they also said that the defibrillator fired. So that means that there's only two conditions where the defibrillator actually fires. And it's contrary to popular belief. This is why I'm going over this. is because in the movies and TV, they always get it wrong. If someone's dead, the, the defibrillator doesn't work. Okay. You have to have some sort of electrical conductivity in the heart for a defibrillator to work. That's not me playing doctor. That's not us being, you know, that's how defibrillators work. I'm a certified first aid and CPR instructor in the state of California. I know my shit. And so they did CPR because he was dead. And then once they had a little bit of action, the defibrillator probably fired. 
So what's happened is they did CPR, and then they got a little bit of connectivity, and the the, the defibrillator is already attached to him. So he'll give you a warning, and you got like five seconds to clear, and the thing will fucking zap. So that's kind of how that, like, the inning workings would have had to it. So it probably would have been a little bit of a stressful situation for sure, especially when you're doing CPR for that amount of time and the defibrillator goes. That's a little fucked. But, okay, today it's game time, kids. There's no reason to not play this game today at all. These people are dedicated when they go into this place. It's the league. I've talked about this before on this podcast. It's a whole different world, right? Like when I'm talking with people who are in college and actually going to play in this thing, like this is the league. There's 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 no NBA. There's no MLB. There's no other sport. This is the league, and it's football, and that's their lives, folks. And they acknowledge that there's going to be a danger to it. It's almost as stupid as us going, oh, you play football and you become a little bit brain dead after 10 seasons? Like, are you fucking joking? So, yeah, there's my, I had, I've I've been fired up about this all day long. And I know that some people aren't going to like it. That's fine. Like, in the initial, it's scary for sure. I played safety. I played that guy's fucking position, man. Watching that is scary to me. I don't care what anybody says. It's scary for sure. But build a fucking bridge and get over it. It's football, kids. This isn't fucking flag football. It's hitting people. And also just, I mean. Again, I, I don't want to sound safety. disrespectful. I'm just saying. Like, I really feel for the guy. Like, this is fucking scary. His yeah. mother was at the game, man. Like, this right. fucking I mean, scary. Yeah, scary yeah. shit. Um, and people always talk about player safety after this kind of things. Like, oh. <clears throat> You got to get better equipment or change the rules. I don't know what you do to, like, besides just, like, making football not football anymore that, like, prevents this possibility, right? Because, like, well, this, this is thing the crowd happen. that's it blowing it often, up. But it does happen sometimes. This is the crowd that's blowing up the issue currently at hand is people that just want to make football a little bit soft. Yeah, I don't know. Man, I'm right, Moving on. We got to move on. Let's, get, let's talk about the games that actually finished. Yeah, so that's that's what's going down. The league league is closing up. We're calling it, and I know there's a lot of other leagues that are doing it too. Um, I know somebody who won a championship on that T Higgins catch. Actually, I don't know if it's too soon to yeah. talk about that, but it's like, that's very really ridiculous. I don't think it's too soon because I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, no. just, what do, I mean, this has to be the most wild finish to any championship round ever in fantasy history. Just like a game, the Monday Night Football game, just like doesn't finish. Yeah, like, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to blow the championship, and then it just, like, doesn't even finish. That's wild. Yeah, it's just, like, we just stop the first half. Unbelievable. Okay. Okay. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Cut out your system. We're done for the Monday? Yeah, we've covered Monday now, I guess. David? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. No! How did I fuck that up again? Fuck. Thursday night football. How about damn cow uh, boys? Uh, Woo! I, I literally threw myself like, I just yes. how. I was like, well, I'm yes. this night and you uh, and then yes. and, oh, fuck. The 12 and 4 Dallas Cowboys 27 and the 7 and 9 Tennessee Titans. 13. 
How about them Cowboys, David Silverberg? I hate Cowboys so much. They're so obnoxious. Why? And Why, David? Tell me. Tell me. So obnoxious. Because you know that we're real now. Is that the thing? No, you're still gonna lose. Honestly, Dak Prescott wasn't even that good. Fifteenth among quarterbacks past week. Dak Prescott, like, it's not that great. I mean, what were your running backs? I don't see your running backs immediately. Yeah. Well, your team had a great game. It's a Thursday night game. Shit happens for sure. Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel was point three. 19 carries for 37 yards and a touchdown. CD Lamb. 11. That's the best one. 11 receptions, but you oh, don't. Oh, Dalton Schultz. He you don't have CD Lamb. You dropped him because he wasn't getting enough action. 11 receptions. 11 receptions. Shut the fuck up, David. Shut up. I'm muting you. CD Lamb. 11 receptions for 100 yards on 14 targets. Dalton Schultz. 7 receptions for 56 yards and 2 touchdowns. Cowboys are on fire, we're going to the playoffs, and we're going to beat the piss off of you, Dave. I hope we play you in the playoffs. Oh, man. Man. Oh, I hope like, so, too. Yeah. Well, I would, like, you. yeah. I might have to convince Molly I got to go fly and go fucking beat your ass. Oh, please. I would yeah, so have you over I'd here. I punch you in the face. I'll I would definitely you have you over here for that game yeah. that happens. I'll punch you in the face. Go, Cowboys. Oh, man. Oh, man. So I just oh, turned man. violence on David, everybody. Fuck. That's not a good thing. Whatever. Fuck the Giants. Okay, Fuck Cowboys. Now. Yeah. Okay. Um, fucking. Premeditated. Uh, That's what it's called. Fuck. Shut up, David. Arizona Cardinals, 19. <laughs> Atlanta failed clowns, 20. I'm looking like a genius with this Algier call, even though Carter Al Patterson hadn't got into the end zone and had a pretty decent day. What are the stats on this one, David Silverback? Well, it's funny. Patterson and Algier were 10 and 11, respectively. Uh, Cordero Patterson had 50% of the snaps for 42.0 rushing yards. Nice. Well done, Uh, Cordero Patterson. But not only 42.0 rushing yards, also 42.0 receiving yards. No. I'm not hanging this up. This is right no. here. Other stats. Yeah. It literally is. Ah, uh, it's <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. Oh, I mean, man. If anybody yeah, didn't know that we stats. didn't smoke fucking weed before this podcast, now they fucking know. We're just getting I, 40 I over I'm 42 not... yards for fucking Cornell Patterson <laughs> on the ground and in the yards. Uh, he got that rush to turn, as you mentioned. That is a big boost for him. <clears throat> Desmond Ritter, 19 for 26, 169 <laughs> yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and he yeah, he's is trash. Tyler Algier, just under him, as I mentioned, uh, 55% of the snaps, so played a little bit more, barely. The real clear uh, timeshare there. No real running back number one. 83 rushing yards, 12 receiving yards, only one reception. Also got the rushing touchdown. So it seems like Algiers more of their sort of run first option. Coral Patterson is more of sort of the dual threat sort of change of pace. Tyler Algier averaging 4.2 yards per carry in this game. Thank you very much. Yeah, what are we getting this? How is this all happening? 
420. Oh my god. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. Gives us a nice lighthearted moment to the absolutely ridiculousness of this fantasy football weekend. And the Atlanta Fail Clowns won by one point. Yeah. For anybody who had yeah. the Fail Clowns on the money line, I'm pretty sure that uh, you know, that was a nice little victory for you. Really terrible if you had the fucking cover on that because Cardinals definitely shit on that spread, but that is what it is. Who shit on the spread in a big way? The Detroit Lions, 41, and the Buffalo, Buffalo, Chicago Bears, 10. Man, what a blowout this game was. Un-fucking-believable, David. Talk to me about your boy, DeAndre Swift. My boy, DeAndre Swift, would have been a key piece in the team I had in the AFL, scoring a maximum of 176.39 points this past week. Uh, that's, that would be my optimal lineup uh, this past week in the AFL. Uh, and that would have been certainly good enough to be anyone in the league in any version of the championship run that could have happened in an alternate universe. But we don't live in that alternate universe. We live in this universe. And DeAndre Swift was useless for me because I did not have him in a league where I was actually still playing. Yeah, again, we had two people on the same team uh, running back, back to back. Denver Swift number four, Jamal Williams, a vulture number five. Uh, again, pretty clear, uh, just timeshare there. No one's really number one at this point. Denver Swift got thirty-five percent of snaps. Jamal Williams forty-six. Uh, Denver Swift seventy-eight rushing yards. Jamal Williams one forty-four. Denver Swift thirty-six receiving yards. Jamal Williams thirteen. I got a throwback uh, moment for you right now. Jamal Williams got a rushing touchdown. David. Versus Swift got a rushing and a receiving touchdown. Hey, David. What? Do you hear me crunching? Not really. Well. But I know I know what you're referring to. Thank you. Many, many times I just started eating randomly on this podcast last season and just was, like, obnoxious, especially the um, Lindor Lint chocolate balls. People don't understand um, how much time I spent editing this pod in <laughs> last season where I finally I met David, and I was just like, look, if you fucking do this to me again, I'm going to kick you straight in the juke balls. Like, <laughs> like, so much editing the cringling. Oh, my God. Can we talk about Justin Fields, who's not a fucking quarterback? Oh, yeah, he ran a lot, like. Wait like for Lamar it. Jackson Wait running. for it. Seven completions for 21 attempts, 75 yards, one touchdown, and an interception. Rushing. Ten carries. Three more than he had completions. 132 yards. It's what? a lot more rushing than receiving or rushing than passing yards for sure. What is the deal with the NFL and this like again? You don't even remember this because you're fucking too young. But, man, Cordell Stewart, this is just crazy. Like, he was a fucking true innovator. This guy was ahead of his time. And now we've got, like, almost like, it seems like one-third of the league. Which I know it's not. But there's definitely several quarterbacks that have this trait. Let me throw it out there. How many more quarterbacks like Taysom Hill are going to be placed at tight end for the upcoming fantasy season? They should place more quarterbacks at tight end 
You know, if you're a good running quarterback, you can make a great tight end, apparently. There's anybody listening to us on Spotify right now, and you're not watching the video version of this, you've just missed David Silverberg like replay a scene from fucking Blair Witch Project. It was pretty good. I think... Uh... <laughs> If you're if you're listening to us on Apple, you just missed out for sure. Hundred percent. Not gonna lie. Uh forty one ten. I honestly wasn't listening to a single stat that you put out. Um DeAndre Swift had a funny I was just laughing the whole time because DeAndre Swift is going off and you just have to sit there and wriggle in pain and watch him just run and track me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was just I love you, bro, but man, that was awesome. I was like, yeah, that's what you fucking get for wishing that I lose in the final, you fucking dick. Yeah, for sure. Karma's a bitch, uh, David. Karma's a bitch. Can you believe that this game now sets up uh one half of the Sunday night game for week eighteen? And can you believe that that's Sunday night game? And now we're getting ahead of ourselves here is the most relevant game for the NFL playoffs for Week 18, NFL side to put in Sunday Night Football, Packers-Lions. Could you, could you believe that midway through this season? That would be like the game of like, oh, these two teams are vying for the playoffs right now. Let's put them at prime time in the last week of the season. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. The Packers and the Detroit Lions are both 8-8? Eight and eight? And the winner of that basically is going to most likely be the uh, seven seed in the NFC playoffs, I think. Pretty sure. What is happening I don't know. in the NFL this year, kid? Also, I'm a floating like, chest half the time here. This, this went, uh, such a sea dark. Sorry. Stop trying to call attention to your fucking story. Shut up, David. You got a sorority that you about to do? Yeah, 100% you're a fucking little bitch, so of course you're in a sorority. Most of my favorite fellows are women, so. Yeah, you have a giant vagina, so. I don't mean to alienate our women listeners. We do have some female listeners here, but David's a bitch. I love him, but he's a giant teddy bear. Justin. Justin. I'm going to edit that part out. Jacksonville Jaguars 31. <laughs> That's why. Houston. The Jacksonville Jaguars, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> Imagine there's like a blockbuster trade where Justin Fielder ends up on like the Jaguars somehow. Like they just give him like Trevor Lawrence for some reason, even though <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is looking good right now. I still had Justin and Fields it, on the mind for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Maybe I'll leave that in. That's some good shit right there. Uh, fucked up fantasy football uh, podcast. By the way, welcome to another episode of the fucked up fantasy football podcast. I didn't do this in the beginning. Your, your co-host Corey Russell and 
David Plattenberg. We're just putting on a show this evening, kids. This could be possibly our best episode where we're just like trying to have so much fun because everyone's so solemn as fuck that we just need yeah. to bring some like complete hilarity to the NFL right now. I, I have honestly laughed at a funeral before and it was really awkward and I felt bad, <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars 31, Houston, Texas 3. This game was weird because I didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, like, the, they didn't have to do anything. It was like, the, you know, like, Houston's terrible. Jacksonville just has to play Tennessee next week. Tennessee clearly was packing in and put Derrick Henry doubtful all of a sudden. Yeah, you all believe that, Tennessee. Sure, yeah. Watch Henry fucking run for, like, 230 yards. You're doubtful my ass, you fucking assholes. Anyway, the man with two first names... Davis Mills. Your last names, two last names. Oh, shit. Sparky's going to laugh at me for that one. The man with two last names, Davis Mills. Still fucking that one up, kids. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, What are the Texans going to do? I mean, who? What, what do you draft? Do you go for the quarterback here? What, in your opinion, should the Houston Texans do? I think you have to go best available. Like, whether it's a quarterback, a defensive player, like, you just need everything, right? You're not going to – there's no quarterback that is going to just suddenly make the team success. So just whoever you think is the best player that you can draft, just draft that person. Just, who cares what position they play? Just get good football players in the building at this point because you don't have enough. I would like to put a bet on the board. Okay. Well, they're going to ask a quarterback, I'm guessing. The next Houston yeah. Texans quarterback is going to be Baker Mayfield. Honestly, I wouldn't even doubt that. That's actually a decent bet. Uh, so, yeah, solid. Uh, okay, let me grab this. Travis ATN Jr. Hello, my little LSU boy. I know I've been showing you a lot of hate because you're on Joe's team, but... Nine carries for 108 yards, one touchdown. That's an average of 12, kids. Absolute beast. This kid needs to put on, like, 25 pounds, though. I'm just saying. Can we talk about True. Travis ATN? Small yeah, little motherfucker. So, honestly, even though I'm not going to get the win for him being a top three, like you said, like, you were saying, like, he wasn't even going to play at all. He was six. That's pretty damn close for a guy who wasn't supposed to even play at all. I mean, top 10. What do you mean he wasn't supposed to play at all? Who said he wasn't going to? You were saying that there was a good chance they were going to arrest him or, like, at least he was going to play, like, a quarter or so. Like, like basically, that this was a meaningless game for the Jaguars, and, there, like, there was no reason for him to, like, like do much, really, this, like, game. He touched, Just, like, he touched he's their number one running back. Yeah. He, he touched the ball nine times, David. Well, 12 times, if you kind of substance. Nine rushes and three receptions, or so 12 times. David. So, yes, he definitely touched it less than usual. He was just very efficient. You're running. Which, which goes to the show, goes to show how good he is, I'm just saying. David. I mean, Jamal McCasey. pretty good. Jamal McCasey. Jamichael, sorry, Jamal. Jamichael, 10 carries. One more carry. And also, six more targets. And six more catches. Also, 100%. ATN, three for three. Travis ATN definitely didn't play that much. But even still, he was very efficient and did really well. 
I'm just saying he was way closer to being towards that top three than you thought he was going to be. He played against six. the worst defense in the league. He, he literally got 38% of the snaps, right? Like, that's pretty fucking impressive to have that few of the snaps and do that well. I'm saying, if you're getting less than half the snaps at running back and you're top 10, you were pretty efficient. You, are you guys telling me that 12 uh, yards per carry isn't good? I didn't say it even? wasn't good. I'm just saying it's against the worst rushing defense. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Qualifier, and it's but... like, I'm just saying, it's like the same thing when people were like, oh, how come you don't like Saquon Barkley going in the first? He hasn't been on the field. Mm-hmm. What, what the yeah. fuck are you going to tell me? He hasn't been on the field. Travis Etienne hasn't been on the field. He's at 15, right. 16, 15. Fucking shut up. You know what I mean? So, I just like, I love kids from LSU. Go Tigers. Fuck you, mm-hmm. Jordan. Shout out. LSU Tigers, baby. Absolutely kicking the living. Shut up, David. Games. Hold on. Hold on. Let me give the LSU Tigers some love. Because I have to hate on my buddy Jordan for a little bit. LSU Tigers, smacking Purdue. Told me, LSU Tigers, not that good. Um, 63-7, to not that good. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for checking in. And uh, Michigan lost and Ohio State. Let me tell you, this weekend with shaving up is perfect. I win a fantasy football championship. Ohio State loses. Michigan loses. Cowboys win. Woo! What an empowering football weekend, David Silverberg. All right, David, go ahead. So what do you think Travis Etienne's value is going to next year, given that he, you know, did play, uh, you know, this whole season? Oh, I'm so Uh, excited. Yeah. I have a bet that I'm going to put on the board. Okay. Next season coming, Travis Etienne. He's my injury pick. I think this boy is going to have, yeah, he's going to definitely injure himself next year. I'm all over it. Everyone is just going to like get in the front fucking seat and just put all of their friends on their laps with their heart on and just like enjoy the ride. And they're just going to be riding Travis ATN. Man, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy was actually the number three ranked running back. Going into at an ADP level, people are going to be all over this motherfucker. I'm so yeah. excited about this. I can't. This is going to be Travis Etienne is going to be the biggest bust out of the draft next year. I think it's just mm-hmm. going to people are going to be taking him in the top five, and I'm just going to be sitting there laughing at everybody because it's just going to be injury city. Watch Sparky take Travis Etienne just to try and fuck me on this. And Travis Etienne is going to be the first round pick that blows his fucking ACL or Achilles again and sends Sparky down the fucking path to destruction. I'm I'm all over this one for sure. I'm so happy that you laid this one for this episode. Thank you. Who else should Sparky pick with his multiple early round picks from all his draft picks that I can screw him over that he'll just try to like go against you on and he'll just screw him over for real? 
I think that's a better question for when we do our draft preview episode coming up in August, to be honest with you. I'll have a better uh, scenario we'll, there. We'll, we'll, we'll call them sporky picks. Yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have a special segment for this for sure. I mean, we're going to have yeah. to. Yeah. We got to pick this up a little bit here. We're fucking dragging our asses having a little bit too much fun. Right. Denver yeah, Broncos 24 and the Kansas City Chiefs 27. What a fucking disappointment if you're a Mahomes or Kelsey owner. This was a tough week. Mahomes... Sorry, Four. good. Mahomes, good. Kelsey, yeah, not so much. Not, no. not what you're looking at of uh, the he ADP. He the best uh, tight end from his own team. Blake Bell was 20. He was 21. What the fuck? Yeah. Most of that sound, that's what happened. Yeah, 100%. So, rough game. That was weird. Latavius Murray didn't do too well either, to be honest. So, Jeff McKinnon did. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon is absolutely on fire with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. not even close. We haven't gotten to the games yet, but can I just say who's, who the top three above Patrick Mahomes were? Yes, go ahead. The fucking list. One, the GOAT, Tom Brady, at his age now still. Uh, two, Daniel Jones. I'm a Giants fan. I didn't expect that. And three, Jarrett's the stud Stidham. I know somebody who snuck Daniel Jones and uh, ended up starting him and won their fantasy championship with it. Yeah. So that would have helped. I mean, 39 points in our league. Latavius Murray didn't do too well. That kind of was a bummer, to say the least. Who also didn't do well, though, was Jalen Waddle. The Miami Dolphins, 21, and the New England Patriots, 23. The 8-8 Miami Dolphins and the 8-8 New England Patriots. This, man, playoffs are... This AFC picture is wild. Yeah, this is why they should have played this fucking game. Sorry again, kids. Don't be sound greedy, but use your fucking brains. AFC is absolutely packed sandwiches, and we need some fucking answers in this game. Good Lord Almighty. 23... 21, what do you have to say about the Dolphins and the Patriots? Good, sir. Uh, Rasheem uh, Mostert had a good start. Um, good. Well, he was season must start at this point, right? Uh, he was the third running back behind Eckler and McCaffrey. So he's kind of also creeping up into his elite status now a little bit. Uh, I mean, he's had a few good games in a row now. This is the third good game in a row, double-digit game in a row now. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's upset I called uh, most a must-start and keeping up with elite status. But I don't know. I mean, he's had some solid games. He's had some solid games. He's had multiple 20-plus point games. This is his third of the season. Uh, I think he's a really solid RB2 for next year. Very solid RB2 for next year. A little bit best, but very solid. Yeah, I'll say RB2. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Mostert's a beast, though. He's fucking... Ramondre yeah. Stevenson, though. What do you think about him for next year? I'm curious to see what happens, because we've never seen a consistent starting running back uh, for Bill Belichick's Patriots. So he seems like he kind of hit that this year more so than anyone's ever hit it for one season. Oh, you see that for two seasons in a row? I just have no idea. There's no precedent to see that will happen, but he's been pretty good for the most part. Uh, I mean, again, a little up and down, but... Ramondre Stevenson, top 10 ADP, is what I would like to put mm-hmm. on the board. 
I think he's honestly going to be like seven or eight. So I would like uh, one win for the top ten. And I would like five wins if he hits number seven or eight. Okay. Indianapolis Colts 10 and the New York Giants 38. Congratulations, David Silverberg. Your team has made it to the playoffs for the first time since... I don't think I was even married at that time. What year was that again you guys made it to the playoffs? I think it was just a young punk. When, when was that? 2016. I got married in the summer of 2016. So, there you go. It's a long time ago. Jesus Christ, your team sucks. Jeff Saturday sucks. What the fuck are they going to do in India? Are they going to hire a real coach next year? What do you think is going to happen here, guy? I really don't know. I mean, the reports are earlier, like a few weeks ago, is that, like, Jim Marcy really wants to go with Jeff Saturday. And I don't understand why. And I questioned it then, and people, and people gave me shit for it. I'm like, at the time, he only won one game. Who He's gave you shit for it? Game. Just random people on the internet, just like idiots, cults, dumbasses. Like, wow, so, yeah, I, they're idiots. Like, this guy has won one game against a shit team, and then he hasn't won a damn thing since. He has no idea what he's doing as a head coach. Give him a co- job as like an offensive line coach, maybe he'll be good now, work his way up, eventually be a head coach. But this is stupid. I, I have no words for that, I'll be honest. Yeah. New Orleans Saints, 20. Philadelphia Eagles, 10. Oh, by the way, Saquon Barkley didn't do good. Yeah, I, he didn't do much of anything. I did this Daniel really... Jones did everything. Can we talk about my breakdown a little bit? I know it's super related to the Armchair Fantasy Football League, but I'd really like to see anybody else's breakdown regarding these circumstances, to be honest with you. But I went through all the first-round picks, 12 of them, and... I have two of the players who actually put over 20 points. Never mind 25, because I think you should be getting 25 from your first round pick in the finals. But yeah. this is the list that was armchair. Cup, injured reserve. CMC, 28. Justin Jefferson, 2. Henry, injured. Najee Harris, 19. Not quite what you're looking for, kids. Austin Eckler, bingo, bongo, bango, 28.3, matching CMZ. Barkley, 6.3. Jonathan Taylor, injured. Joe Mixon, very low points. Chubb, 12 points. Stephon Diggs, almost nothing. Dalvin Cook, 5.4. Two players out of 12, 16%. Of your first round draft picks actually gave you a decent performance this year. I don't know if that is the league wide trend, but I think that list is pretty similar to a lot of first round lists. I, I'm super interested by this this year. What do you think, David? Yeah, I do feel like there were some more busts than normal from the first round to a standard ADP, uh, you know, to uh, the. You know, championship round here. You know, probably more injuries than usual. I feel like running backs were super random this year, especially. And uh, except for a couple of people like the Ecklers and CMCs. Yeah. 
wild. Um, what else is yeah. wild? The New Orleans Saints 20 and the Philadelphia Eagles 10. Fuck you, Mike. Go Saints. What else you got, David? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, uh, I mean, the only one who I really would have wanted this past week from the Eagles would have been A.J. Brown. He had a decent game. He was six among wide receivers. Devonta Smith is a beast. Devonta Smith is a beast. That's true. He was actually 10. I, I, I missed that. 10 is also pretty good. I was sorry. Yeah, so both receivers, very solid. Uh, Gardner Minshew, for some reason, didn't do as well as his two top 10 receivers. He was 17. Between David Blow, I guess, who is, he played, I guess, for the Cardinals, and Kenny Pickett. I mean, what? It's a bunch of random ass people playing quarterback in the NFL, like last week. Yep. Like, who are half these people? What do you mean? I mean, I've heard of some of these people, but like Jared Stidham, not a household name. Uh, you got Brock Purdy. You got uh, David Blow. Uh, you got, you know, Joshua Dobbs, Tyler Huntley, Sam Ellinger, uh, Scholar Thompson. Nick Mullins got 14% of the snaps for the Vikings. Like... Desmond Ritter is playing for the like. There's a, there's some random ass people who like. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. There's also some random ass people that have big names that put on performances this week in fantasy football. The Tampa Bay Brady's 30 and the Carolina Panthers 24. Mike Evans, 12 targets, 10 receptions, 207 yards, three. Touchdowns, all of Brady's touchdowns, 34 for 45, 432 yards, no interceptions on those three touchdowns. I've seen games like this before for Mike Evans and uh, Madden. Yeah, Madden, right? Yeah, like, I mean, hat trick. It's the guy, like, you know, playing hockey or something. Um, I mean, three touchdowns doesn't really happen that often when you're talking about wide receivers or really. I mean, oh fuck yeah! About to right? make a shout out to the Canadian crowd in the hockey, eh? We got to make a dent because the only ones above us in the rankings in Canada are hockey podcasts. So if we start stealing their fans, siphoning them off, that's what I'm saying. I really appreciate your strategy for sure. What I'm not appreciating about strategy here is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers strategy when it comes to Rashad White. Eleven carries for 22 yards. Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking assholes! Five receptions. 26 yards, no touchdowns. Man, this fantasy football finals fucking sucked, man. This was rough. Yeah, I'm curious to see what he does uh, going forward here. I mean, I just feel like he's going to get more and more carries each season going forward in each game, even next season. I mean, Lennon does have... Uh, another couple of years on his contract, but because I was just looking up, like, is Lanfernet even a free agent this year? He's not. He's got two more years left on his contract. I think he just signed one last year, three year deal. But 
even with that being said, I could see Rashad White kind of taking over this year and, and Leonard Fournette getting cut with one year left. So, and then Rashad White just being a guy going forward. Let's see what happens next year. But he could be a good value pick next year, potentially. He won't be a top-round pick, but he'll be one of those, like, third or fifth round, I feel like. I want to give myself a shout-out. I'm just saying, my rookie picks this year were absolutely fire sandwiches. Rashad White, Jahan Dotson, and George Pickens, and Damian Pierce. I know talent when I see it, kids. I definitely know it. And those four were absolutely some of the best rookies in the entire fucking list. Wasn't even close, folks. Wasn't even close. I'm giving myself a huge fucking props to calling out some potentially four of like the top five people in the national I, football. I think the other one was Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I mean, shit. Who else is better than those five right there? Yeah. Just saying. And Kenneth Walker, you know, missed a few games here or there. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth Walker to that list, we're banging. Man, where should be scouts, bro? I'm T- saying. Tampa Bay Brady's. Why are we this? Huh? Why are we getting paid for this? We should be paid lots of money. Yeah, I agree. Continually. Yeah. Yeah. In perpetuity. Anyway, what were you saying? Uh, something, something, something. Ben Stapp's retarded. But also, uh, Buccaneers definitely won the NFC South. And that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Cleveland Browns 24 and the Commies 10. Carson Wentz is a shit quarterback. Anything else? Sean Watson, you see his stats? Oh, no. Go ahead. Passing yards, 169. Excellent. Three passing touchdowns, zero interceptions. Not bad. Uh, I mean, only uh, 18 passes on nine and nine passing completions, so 50% completion rate. That's not very great. But, I mean, hey, if you get three touchdowns and no interceptions and you win the game, good enough. How many completions did he have? He only had nine completions on 18 attempts. So 33% of his completions went to Amari Cooper for 102 yards and all of his touchdowns. What else do you have to say about Deshaun Watson? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, he was just like, he all he did was at least he did throw it to the other team. That's the best you could say about him, really. San Francisco 49ers 37 and the Las Vegas Raiders. Let me add the best defense in the league, San Francisco 49ers 37 and the Las Vegas Raiders 34. I know these glasses are big, but I know this score 37, 34 in overtime. David. What the fuck? Well, you have this incredible trio on offense of Devontae Adams, who is the second best wide receiver this week, behind Mike Evans. My God. Uh, you have the Josh Jacobs at nine at running back. And then, of course, you have the stud himself, Jarrett Stidham, at number three at quarterback. Uh, and I think Jarrett Stidham is not just number three this past week in fantasy. I think he's number three quarterback probably all time in the NFL. Uh, oh. 
The New York yeah. Jets 6 and the Seattle Seahawks 23. Zonovan Knight. I mean, fuck you, man. Just fuck you. The Jets were just on this, like, continuous fucking carousel. Like, every couple of plays, they would, like, just... Fuck you, Robert Sala. You're a dick. And, man, yeah. fuck the Seahawks, man. I don't care. Brooke, whatever. Like, who the... Chance Walker had an okay game. Man, I hate the Seahawks so much. I hate them so much. Like, the only time you win Super Bowls is when your fucking secondary is on steroids. And if you think I'm making that up, just go fucking Google. Just fucking use Google. Well, Jim Smith was nine, so lower end of the QB1s. Uh, and I know Burke was very disappointed with the lack of production from DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, because those two, basically, they cost her her chance at number one in our league. She did lose the championship round to our brother Joe. Man, if you yeah. fucking had anybody good this weekend, it was a shit show. Yeah. Unless Eckler and CMC, basically. That's, like, the only two, like, studs that actually went off. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings, 17. And the Green Bay Packers, 41. Fuck. Justin Jefferson, two points. Fuck. Dalvin Cook, you suck. What in Green Bay Packers defense had a great game. Look, no, hold on. I'm literally I'm about I gotta speak about this. I have to. Okay, this pissed me right off. He's not that good. For starters, not that good. This is bit this is bugging me. This is like a Jalen Ramsey situation. Jerry Alexander, you're not that good. You've been getting lit up by people all year long. Fluke? Fluke. Fluke? That Justin Jefferson lit you fucking up. Go home, bitch. The problem and why you didn't get lit up this time is because the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings is a fucking moron. Even we know in Madden to change the play up once in a while, you fucking idiot. If Jefferson is getting blanketed with the same coverage and you're running the same routes, what do you think is going to... You're not going to throw a wide receiver screen? To Justin Jefferson, you're not going to all of a sudden have an end around. Get the ball in Justin Jefferson's hands. He's one of the fastest human beings in the league. And you're going to sit there and just let him run his fucking seven, ten yard, like, what? Man, fuck Minnesota. They're so useless and they're a 